the idea of customer service is, okay, you have a problem. I'll talk to you. I'll try to solve your problem. So it's kind of like a very transactional thing. Customer experience is a much broader concept that goes beyond transactional form of service to where there's more of a relationship developing between the customer and not just the agent at the other end of the line, but the brand, the company itself. Welcome back to the CX Pulse podcast. I'm your host, Amelia Rose Earhart. On today's show, we get a big picture perspective on AI in the contact center. And our guest expert today is John Arnold. Now, John is the principal analyst of J. Arnold and Associates and is a tech thought leader, analyst, and speaker. John, we're so happy to have you on the show today. So welcome. Thanks, Amelia. Happy to be here. Uh, happy to be back. I do my own podcast, so it's nice to be getting asked the questions every now and then. It's a nice change. Oh, absolutely. We're excited to get your take on things because as I was prepping for our chat today, reading up on your bio, I thought that you've been focusing on this topic specifically since 2001. So to kick things off, we want to know some of the greatest changes that you've seen in your experience in customer service and how things have shifted over the last 20 years or so. Well, that's a big question to ask. And the short answer is it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> and this is where the companies of the world like NICE come into play because they shouldn't be getting worse. But the problem is twofold. One is the technologies contact centers have been using hasn't changed a whole lot in the last 20 years, right? The standard premise-based legacy systems are very good for what they were designed to do. But that technology has been kind of surpassed by the technologies that we use as consumers. I mean, we have been spoiled with cloud applications, mobile applications, et cetera, that just take expectations to a much higher level for service. Everything is instant. We want it now. We want it at our fingertips. We don't want to have to wait for it. So that's a very different world than we had even 10 years ago. There is what I call the kind of the CX gap, where there's a big chasm between what contact centers can use with their existing tech to support customers and what customers are used to getting in their own world when they have all of these applications and capabilities at their fingertips. Yeah, that's such a good way to put it when you say that we're spoiled, right, as customers, because we also expect everyone to be operating by the same set of rules at all times, but every organization works so differently. And you say that there are two different models customer service and customer experience. Can you tell us the difference between the two? Well, sure. So the idea of customer service is, okay, you have a problem. I'll talk to you. I'll try to solve your problem. So it's kind of like a very transactional thing. You need something, I try to provide it for you. So that kind of transaction, once it's completed, the agent moves on to the next one, the customer goes away and gets on with their life. Customer experience is a much broader concept that goes beyond that kind of transactional form of service to where there's more of a relationship developing between the customer and not just the agent at the other end of the line, but the brand, the company itself. And nowadays it goes beyond just the products and services, but it also goes into things like what the company's values are. What does the company stand for? These are all things that build loyalty and create affinity between a, a, a consumer and those products and services that they're buying from you. So the idea of a customer experience is really 
much more than the sum of all the times they call you for customer service. It's a lot of the things that happen before that happens and a lot of what happens after the call. And this is where we get into that world of, you know, the customer journey, looking at every touch point they have with you. And it's a spectrum that goes from well before they've become a customer to the time when they've bought your product, come back to you, buy again, buy again, buy again. And you manage that whole life cycle. Now you're talking about the broader experience that really is much more than just the products and services you're selling. Yeah, I know as a customer, I'm definitely making my product decisions and purchase decisions a lot based on how they respond to my needs at that customer service level. So I can relate to a lot of that. So from your experience, because you are a tech thought leader and you're so involved in this this subject and a podcast host yourself, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about how AI improves the customer experience all around. Sure. A simple way to look at it is it tries to take a lot of the guesswork out of customer service and how an agent engages with a customer. Because when that inquiry comes in without any AI in the picture, that agent is kind of responding almost cold. They have no idea what's coming. Now, they will get screen pops from CRM that will tell a little bit about, oh, well, this customer has been a longtime buyer. Here's their history. You have a sense of what they're buying. But you don't really know what's going to be coming until you get on that call or start the chat going, right? So you kind of have to respond. That's why customer service tends to be very reactive because you don't know what's coming. With AI, what happens is, and this is all about the cloud too, in this whole digital world we're living in, AI can tap a much, much richer set of data that you already have about your customer, but also new forms of data that you couldn't capture before. Things we talk about sentiment analysis, for example. So the AI kind of tools can help read the mood of the customer based on what they're saying and even their tone of voice before you even engage. And so it really helps the agent be ready when that call comes in. It's already passed through a few levels of screening to determine, oh, this is a high-value customer, a low-value customer. And those calls will get routed accordingly to agents who are kind of more prepared for what's going to be coming. So now you have informed, intelligent conversations because now you're not guessing at what the customer needs, right? Now you are a little bit more informed. And when that agent sounds like they actually know the customer, it becomes a much more personalized experience. And now the customer is more at ease. It makes a world of difference, right, to how that outcome is going to go. And of course, their lifetime value to you as a customer. Oh, absolutely. It's all about the customer, but it's also all about the agent. So can we kind of see through their perspective the types of changes AI can make in the agency? Well, sure, because everything I've just said is really about the customer, but it's also equally about the agent. Because if the agent is struggling, they're going to probably do a worse job with the customer. If they keep guessing wrong, it's going to show up in their performance. Their KPIs won't be good. Their morale will get worse. And again, that all leads to the turnover, right? And all the agent training and retention issues that cost businesses a lot of money. So when the agent is kind of on a level playing field with a customer, and they have AI working for them in the background, they become empowered, right? Because now they say, I don't think I know what your problems are. I know what your problem is. And I know you're going to like what I'm about to tell you. 
that totally changes the dynamic, right? That makes the agent feel great, but it also improves their worth in the contact center because now this idea of you go from a cost center of the contact center to being a profit center, well, if the agent is incented in their comp plan to say, well, if you hit certain targets, they're going to make more money and they're going to stay with you. And then that contact center could become a cool place to work. Now you get to attract even better agents, more savvy agents, and then it all gets better and better from there. So that investment from AI is, yeah, way more than just giving better services. Absolutely. Now, here you've got some real-life examples of how AI improves the agent experience overall, right? So one example would be the customer may for example, their cadence and the way they're speaking, they may have a lot of gaps between what they're saying, or maybe the pitch of their talking kind of elevates things that an AI engine would pick up as signs of anxiety or stress that maybe a new agent who's not well attuned to these things wouldn't pick up on. So if the AI engine picks it up fast enough and it guesses right, and it can give the agent some clues about what to say or oh, how to de-escalate a situation. Those are pretty practical examples. But another one too is the agent can get some cues from an AI engine that say, we see where this is going and we found someone in the organization who actually knows how to handle this right on. So at that point, the agent can look like a hero and say, you know what, based on what you're telling me, ma'am, I think I need to get some help on this. I'm going to transfer you. Do you mind? You know, you connect them right on the dot. The agent doesn't lose face. They come off looking smart. And the AI is working behind the scenes, orchestrating all of this magic stuff that to the customer looks fantastic because they came on that call probably thinking they're going to be fighting with someone all they want. And imagine when they get on there with someone who knows more than they do and shows them a thing or two. And all of a sudden they come away feeling really good and say, that was a good experience. So John, for the organizations that are out there listening and they want to start leveraging their data in a much more efficient way, a much more effective way. From your expert opinion, where should they start with these new AI tools that are out there? What are the best bets in your thoughts? Well, AI is the big shiny ball that everyone's jumping to, right? And says it will solve all my problems. And of course it won't. So the first thing to understand is that it's what we call an iterative technology. And AI itself, by the way, isn't a technology. It's an umbrella term for a family of technologies Things like machine learning, natural language understanding, natural language generation, etc. But the main idea is that it keeps getting better over time. The more you use it, it picks up the jargon of a particular industry. It picks up the nuances of what people are saying. And the most important thing with AI is it never makes the same mistake twice. Once they get it right, it's always going to be right from that point on. That's huge because now when you start to trust the AI... You start with baby steps, and it's usually with a chatbot, right? Because you wanted to get it to automate forms of service that you don't want to waste an agent's time. So the advice is, don't expect it to solve all your problems right now. Invest in some small AI or chatbot applications that can handle very routine things. Once you're confident that the results are where you think they should be, then you can have it take on a few more tasks, that kind of thing. So it has to be kind of a bit of a slow and steady approach because we're all learning as we go. And that's why picking the right tech partner is so important because AI can be a real mess if you're not careful with it. You've got to make sure those applications integrate with everything that's in your contact center. 
that is harder to do than it looks. That's for your IT folks to figure out or system integrators or whatever. This is kind of where it's going. And it's hard to imagine today any modern contact center planning ahead without AI being in the picture. Right. And the outlook is so great. Like you said, AI won't make the same mistake twice, unlike humans. So the sooner that you start leveraging your data and heading in the right direction, the better off you're going to be. That is awesome. Well, John, as we wrap up, why don't you let folks know where they can get in touch with you and maybe learn a little bit more and maybe connect with your podcast? So for those who don't know me, I'm an independent analyst. There are not a huge number of us out there, but it's Jay Arnold and Associates. I'm based in Toronto, and I primarily work with companies across North America and the EU. And my focus area, as you mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of these contact center technologies, but speech tech, AI, future work, and they're all connected by similar technologies that I cover. So I have a website, www.jarnoldassociates.com, and it showcases all of the types of work that I do. And as you mentioned, Amelia, yes, I produce a monthly newsletter, which you can subscribe to for free on my website, and a monthly podcast called Watch This Space. And you can find it on my website, as well as most all of the major platforms, uh, Stitcher, Google, Amazon. It's picked up on most all of them. So it's not a hard thing to find. But yeah, the website's easy to find me. And yes, I'm on social, LinkedIn, and Twitter. So I'm very accessible and happy to chat anytime. Awesome. Well, John, I really enjoyed our chat today. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening and really enjoyed it as always. Thanks, Amelia. Thank you so much for joining us on the CX Pulse podcast. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. This podcast is brought to you by NICE, the world's leading cloud CX platform. Go to nice.com to learn more about our innovative and comprehensive end-to-end CX solutions. That's nice.com.